Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Block Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 258 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Saturday, May 19, 2012 on tonight's show. That's right. It's all about having fun. This is very, you know, not very serious. We're going to have a good time here tonight. That's right, because Cat is back on the night shift show here this evening, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff we haven't had. I haven't done the night shift show for a while, so it's going to be a good time. We're going to talk about a little bit about breastfeeding. Yes. That's right. We're going to do that. Uh, and we have some other stories that we're going to be talking about. And also, in honor and remembering Donna Summer, we're going to be playing Donna Summer songs during the breaks here tonight. So very excited about that. This is a long, huge, enormous two-hour show. Get some wine like me. Not that I endorse wine and podcasting. Leave that for the professionals like me. <laughs> That's right, kids. The Night Shift Show uh, returns right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network with Kat, and we will kick it off (laughs) right now.
Matt's Rock Kids, welcome to the show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Family Medicine Brock's Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Mike Savella, Family Medicine's bad boy. That's right. I said it because I play songs like that. I have no idea. Hey, what is this show about? Usually it's about serious stuff, but uh, tonight we're going to be chatting it up uh, with our good friend Cattle coming on in just a few minutes. I do want to plug my uh, website. Go to familymedicinerocks.com and uh, shout out to all 9,000 90 people follow me on Twitter. Thank you so much for that. Over 9,000. Woohoo! Thank you so much for that. And also, uh, shout out to all 394 people who like the Facebook page. Go check it out. It's good stuff. Today is Saturday, May 19, 2012. It is 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Time. And temperature here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters is still 79 degrees Fahrenheit in Northeastern Ohio. Can you believe that? How's your week going there, kids? Hey, a big shout-out to Happy World Family Doctor Day. That's right. That's right. Let's give a hug to your family doctor today. Well, maybe not right now because that would be kind of stocky, you know, creepy. Don't do that. Hey, and also a happy Armed Forces Day. Big shout-out to all our Armed Forces people out there. Thank you for your service. And you give me the right to be a really bad uh, radio podcaster, so thank you so much for that. And uh, coming up here in just a few minutes, we're uh, going to have uh, Kat coming on and uh, – you know, I want to apologize to Kat before she comes on the air. I haven't had a show for a while, and I know she's been really, really wanting to come back on the show to talk about stuff. And uh, I've just been too busy, so I'll, I'll bring her on to few minutes so she can yell at me. <laughs> she can, she can yell at me <laughs> about that. Uh, so we have a great variety of topics to talk about here tonight, including the uh, Time Magazine cover last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about that. Yes, we'll be talking about that. And uh, we'll be talking about a lot of other interesting stories. Uh, but first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for having me be a featured host on this network, especially here on a Saturday night. And uh, we're going to take a break here. So I'll take a break, and then right after the break here will be Kat. She's really excited to uh, I talked to her before the show, so so she, she's really raring to go here. She, you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast on a Saturday night here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And uh, this show is a, a proud member of the ProMed Network, a podcast. You can get there by going to ProMedNetwork.com. Cat comes up right after this. This is The Night Shift. Cat's right after this. show on the line with us been wearing to come back on the show cat how are you my dear howdy man 
Clapping. I like it. I like it. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, how you been there, cats? Uh, have, have, I you know I'm sorry. We haven't had a show for a while. You know, I feel bad about that. Uh, um, so, so I, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I know you're busy going to convention after convention after conference after conference after social media everything. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. I have a question. Yes, for ma'am. You. Who sees your patients when you're off on these excursions? Oh, uh, we can edit this out, can't we? Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> do you have a nurse practitioner? Do you have a nurse practitioner? No, we do. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, our office has uh, four other family docs, and uh, and we have a nurse practitioner, so they uh, very graciously see my patients uh, for me when I'm gone. Uh, but it's, it works out okay. I mean, uh, you know, those other people take some time off as well, so we all uh, we all uh, work together. So, uh, so yeah, it's a good time. I was thinking about doing that family nurse practitioner. Yeah, you should. That that would require going back to school, and I just don't know if I have enough ambition. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, you can't, you, you don't have the energy to sit in class for hours at a time anymore. I don't blame you. Well, you know, when I was in school, going to school for nursing, I was, lo- I loved it. I was so into school. And at the time I thought, man, I could just do this forever, you know? And, but, you know, it, it's like I've been a nurse now like 15 years and I, I just can't, it's hard for me to imagine being back in school again, even though I yeah. love Right. Because it was right. a lot of work. And it, I was lucky, like, when I went to nursing school, I didn't have to work. You know, I lived with my dad, and, you know, I didn't have to work. But here, I would have to work. So Right. Work yeah, working and, and going to school. Yeah. I hear yeah. you. And so those women that, like, I work with that go to school and take care of children are just, like, I'm in awe of because I don't know yeah. how they do that. I, can't. I really don't. I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, this is good because because um, you know being you're, we're being nice to moms right now, but you know in the next segment we'll we'll talk about them a little bit differently. <laughs> <laughs> so we're be we we're we're mom friendly on this show, um, but you know there are some people that you know are a little, little bit different. So. Yeah, it's like I think you I think you can probably go overboard a little bit on that, but you know we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So so down there where you're at, so as people as people may or may not know, um, uh, cats down there on the equator uh, in the center of the world, where it's like 400 degrees. Uh, what what uh, how's it going down there today? Uh, well, it's hot, but you know our worst heat months are like. July, August, September, where it's just so bad, you almost can't even go outside. I mean, you know, and I think that's where the siestas came from. You know, in a lot of Spanish countries, you know, down here, when people take siestas, it's but basically because you really can't do anything outside. So just go ahead and sleep when it's that hot. 
and then they do things late at night, you know, when it's not as bad. But, yeah, it gets real bad in the, in the, in the pit of summer. It's just like you almost want to cry. <laughs> so so what, what, what's, what's the temperature down there right now there, Kat? Uh, let me see. I'll tell you. Is, is it over good. 90? Actually, it's got to be over actually, 90. Actually, believe it or not, well, the high was supposed to be 90 today, but my, my little weather app here on my iPhone says it's 88. Oh, how, how is your iPhone so, these days there, Kat? Is it doing all right? I, I love this thing. I how, just how, love this thing. How, how many millions <laughs> of, of apps do you have on the phone there, Kat? Well, actually, on my phone, I don't know, but when I look at my iTunes, I have over 200 apps. Wow. <laughs> I love apps. Do, do, apps do you play games? Off. Do you play games on that thing? or I mean, do, do, do you have the draw something and, you know, all that stuff? I don't have the draw game, the drawing game. I do have games, but, like, I've been really into my words with friends lately, but I only play with, like, a few people. And, of course, Cachos is still one of them, you know, J-Man, our friend J-Man over at IWS. I was stupid. He That's right. Give us I a big uh, retweet before the show. So thank you so much, sir. Thanks, Cachos. Eagles, Cachos. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Please continue. Um, and so, but, like, and you know, I'm getting a little bit better where I beat him sometimes now. I actually can beat him a little bit more. But it's like if I win one, I know I'm not going to win the next one because he'll win at least the two, three, or four next ones, and then I'll win again, you know. And he's brutal. Like, he knows exactly where to play a word because he knows I'm going to play a word there. He's just smart that way. And it really ticks me off playing with him, but yet I can't stop. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't believe he did that. I'm not going to play with him anymore. <laughs> and then I keep doing it. I keep doing it because I am. I just want to clean him because he makes me so mad <laughs> what he does on that game. He's brutal. You know he cheats. He's, you know that. Don't you know that? He cheats. That's why he does so good. I don't know. But, I, you know, there's been times I'll admit that I'll go and I ha, I don't have a like, there's this website that I go to where, like, I don't know, I don't know if you call it cheating or not, but I'm like, okay, words cheating. that get, <laughs> like, I put words starting with or words ending with, and I'll put certain letters, and then I'll see all these things. I'm like, do I have these letters? Can I use this, you know? But I haven't done that as much lately. I think I'm just getting better because I continue to play, and I'm getting better as I go. Well, I, I think there's a words with friends cheating app. Have you gotten Is that? There? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was like getting excited. <laughs> well, you you can search for it during the show. I I think you can multitask like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I have a hard time multitasking. You know, uh, I can't even watch the chat room when I'm when I'm on the show. I know. So how's uh, how, how's work going? Are you still are you getting like tons of babies done there? Is this, is this the time of year for that, or is it always the time of year for that, Ken? Well, you know, okay, it's always we're always busy all year, right? And I, you know, how I said, oh, well, we have a real busy season, but it doesn't seem to have have let up at all. I mean, well, maybe a little bit here and there, but like it was a couple weeks ago, I was at work. We had thirty one deliveries. Actually, I went to the thirty second delivery. 
at the end of shift, at the end of the shift. Uh, I didn't go to all 30, you know, I have other people helping because it's not physically possible for me to just go to that many deliveries. But, wow. you know, it's just nonstop, you know, between deliveries and C-sections, you know, I, I have another person who helps, and then sometimes the charge nurse will have to go because there'll be three or four deliveries going on at one time. And it's, uh, it's um, just like. And, and we should tell people, in case people who are uh, listening to the Night Shift show for the first time, uh, your cat is a uh, is a nurse, and uh, it's for for little itty bitty babies. And uh, so so we always talk about her work on the show, and it's it's a good time. And cat, I should tell you that this show, I mean, it's been uh, we're getting like a lot of downloads uh, these days. And uh, so I want to welcome all of our new listeners here. Uh, who are following us and listening to us, uh, uh, either from Facebook or from Twitter and things? And uh, this is this is getting really exciting out there now. Yay! Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I like to hear that. Oh yeah, well it's because of yeah, it's, it's all because of you, Cat, because you're you know you're you're awesome. Uh, uh, you're so sweet. <laughs> no, I think it's because of you. You're the one with the nine thousand followers. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I have like thanks, five uh, thanks, Twitter spammers. All right, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I have like five hundred and sixty-four followers, and you know, like it, 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 it fluctuates two or three. You know, it doesn't really. And I think it's probably because I don't tweet a lot. Because I find that if I'm tweeting a lot, I tend to get more followers. Like because somebody will see some kind of keyword somewhere, like. You know, if I put a keyword or I use a hashtag of a certain subject, I might get someone who, like, let's say I tweeted about a celebrity or something. I don't know. I'm just making something up. Then I might get a follower, and they're, oh, they're a fan of that celebrity or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it usually has, I can tell by their profile, oh, it had must have been this topic that I tweeted about, why they followed me. Or if they're a medical yeah. person, I know why they're following me. If they're a crafter, I know why they're following me because of, well, you, you tweet something when you're watching TV, like those, you know, reality shows or talent shows or wherever, right? You know, I should more because, you know, I think, well, I think it's fun, but then I worry, am I going to aggravate some of my followers if I tweet? About, but who cares? You know, if they don't want to follow me, they don't have to follow me, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You tell them. That's right. Don't follow her. But, I, I mean, I, I had I did a couple of tweets the other night about American Idol because we're down to the final two. But whenever you want to get onto that subject, we'll talk about that. But <laughs> the final two. The final two. This next week is the finale. All right, yeah, go. So what? Because uh, uh, as you know, I, I don't follow any of that type of stuff. But not there's anything wrong with that. It's just you know I just don't. So what? Uh, so so fill me in there, Cap. What's the uh, what's the final two? Were, were were these the two that you're predicting this whole season or or not? No. Well, I, Philip is one of them. Remember, I talked about Philip before. I told you my favorites in the beginning were Philip and Hayshun. Now right. I love Hayshun. Okay, and Hayshun was so really good in the beginning. He didn't do as well as they started going into the top 12 and doing the very – I still think he was good, but he just – he wasn't nearly as good as he was, like, in the very beginning before they got to the top 12. But right. And, and, 
But even his awesome little cute personality wasn't enough to pull him through because the other singers were doing so much better. So he got knocked off or booted off around when there was like maybe eight left or nine left, something like that. Maybe seven, I don't know. So <laughs> he's been gone for a while. But I had predicted him at least in the top four in the beginning, you know, because how because his awesome personality and because he does sing well, you know. Uh, but Philip was the other one that I predicted would be, you know, there towards the end. And he is one of the final two. The other one, her name is Jessica Sanchez, okay? And I can't stand her. <laughs> She's a great singer, okay? She's a great singer. I'm not going to deny that, okay? But I just don't like her. And I, I, she's like a little diva. She's 16, and she already thinks she's the the, you know, cat's meow, okay? Right. And if she's like that now, I, that's how, that's just the impression I get. I don't know. It's not that she's nasty or anything, but you could tell, like, during the season, you know, when they show contestants and all, like, maybe goofing around or something, like little side things, she's always off to the side to herself. She doesn't really seem to connect with the other people. I'm not saying they're there to make friends, but they're going to be making friends with each other because they're in this process together. And you see a lot mm. of friendships form and all, but yet you don't really see her close to anybody. And she just ah. doesn't. And, and, and per, you know, I, I know that this is the same competition, but really a lot of these singers are all just as good as the other one. It's just a matter of your taste. So personality does go a long way. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, a lot of times we pick a president largely based on their personality. Somebody could be a great candidate for a president, but if they have the personality of a dish rag, they're probably not going to get elected. <laughs> yeah, they say that about me. That's why I never run. So, uh, no, hey, you have a great personality. No, but I mean, you know, personality is, is, a big in any kind of thing you either run for or you're in a contest for, personality makes a big difference in, you know, I'm not saying that that should trump the singing ability or should trump, like, for president their political ideas. I mean, but I'm just saying that, that that's just how we are as human beings. You want somebody you can connect to. You want somebody to win that you you relate to, that you to connect, that you would want to hang out with. <laughs> I mean, don't you agree? No, sure. Yeah. Or am I, yeah, I mean, it's just, that's, I think that's just how we are as people and as, as a society. people. <laughs> as people. People who need people. <laughs> don't put that song in my head. I can't stand that song. <laughs> Uh, and you, you also uh, you also watch America's Got Talent, right? It's, we're, we're, we'll talk about that later. But you watched it, didn't you? Well, okay. I don't normally watch that show, but you know, I was I was I watched one episode because I was so curious to see how Howard Stern would yeah. do on it. I okay. Don't oh, okay. Oh, hold it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll we'll, okay. we'll 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 hang on to that for a little bit. So we'll we'll tease the people out here. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your America's Got Talent uh, viewing over there. So um, let's see. Why don't we uh, let's see? Why don't we take a break? We're, t- we're going to talk about this breastfeeding thing right after the break here. I, w- I want to give a big shout out to uh, somebody on Twitter here who uh, who uh, retweeted the show here, and uh, 
her Twitter name is Electra, and uh, her her profile says her name is Tess Harris from London. She uh, she likes the uh, the Donna Summer uh, songs here, and uh, she she gave us a gave us a suggestion for a for a song. So uh, so since you're, she retweeted the show, I'm going to play that song here, and uh, then uh, right after that we will come back and then we will talk about. Uh, the Time Magazine thing and breastfeeding and and uh, uh, Kat sent me a uh, a uh, a link to a YouTube video um, which I can't <laughs> I can't show on the radio because it would be obscene but I did get the audio portion to play <laughs> on this show right after the break. <laughs> You're uh, listening to the Night Shift Show here on a Saturday night. We're back. We're back here, me and Kat here, and uh, we'll be back right here. This is the uh, song out going to Electra in London here, and uh, here it is right here uh, on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. We will be right back. Thank you. 
welcome back to the Night Shift Show. This is uh, welcome back to the Ann Barrow Live Show. And uh, <laughs> wow, I need to I need to uh, turn on the AC a little bit after the song. <laughs> I forgot I forgot how obscene that song was. Yes, sir. Shout out to Electra. Hey, thanks for the request. <laughs> thanks, Electra. Thank you for the retweet too. Oh man! Oh yeah! Also, reach uh, shout out to uh, let's see, he's a doctor here. Uh, J, I mean, I'm sorry, A R Jalali, uh, a doctor, medical educator, and professor of anatomy at the University of Ottawa in Canada. Canada. So shout out to Canada, and uh, and uh, oh, uh, shout out to uh, let's see, she just retweeted here. Uh, yeah, bad uh, hungry mind. That's right. Yeah, she's from the, the West Coast out there. So, uh, so I'm sorry that you're really bored to uh, listen to our show here tonight. So, uh, thank you for so much for that. <laughs> and Jody Jacobs, Jody Jacobs also uh, tweeted our show. When she tweets it, though, it just has my name in it. It doesn't show yours, I don't think, because you don't see it in your mentions, do you? That's cool. Jody yeah, yeah. Give, give her give, give her the shout out there. Very good. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jody Jacobs. She's always doing uh, every time we have a show. She tweets it, and but yet, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you don't know her. <laughs> I'm not sure I know her. But uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, thank you no, so much. I mean, that's there. cool. That's maybe yeah, that's nice. We just don't know. We she probably listens. We just don't know. I guess that's right. That's right. Hey, oh, there Jody she is. Jacobs. Yeah, you here. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. So let's dive into this here, Kat. So uh, let's see here. Where, where should we start? So we should start. Uh, well, we'll just do this whole thing at once, and then we can chat about it. Uh, so if people don't know already, this was. I mean, this is old news. This is like last week's news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time magazine cover. It's officially from May 21st is when it's dated, but people were talking about it last week. And the uh, title right out there on the cover, I'm looking at the cover right now. I was like, man, uh, are you mom enough? Why attachment parenting drives some mothers to extremes and how Dr. Bill Sears became their guru by Kate Perch. And uh, there's a, a picture here if you haven't seen it already. Or if you're listening to this on the archives, just Google it. You'll find it. Uh, they put her name here, Jamie Lynn Grumman, 26, and her three-year-old son. I believe she was on the Today Show as well. Uh, talking about this, uh, and there was this big you know, brouhaha about uh, breastfeeding and how old that uh, you should start. Well, you should start right away, but how, when you should stop breastfeeding. And uh, what I'm going to do here, I'm going to play this clip. is about uh, four minutes, uh, and that's <laughs> Kat sent me this clip. It's uh, it's her fault. No, not. <laughs> Uh, this, this is, is from case, a. Uh, this is a case of extreme. This right is here. extreme, uh, extreme breastfeeding. This is from, I believe, uh, from uh, the UK, uh, from a show. Uh, probably, probably an hour-long show, but this is just four-minute clip here. So let me play this. People should sit down uh, before <laughs> listening to this, uh, and then we'll talk about it here after four minutes. So we'll be right back here. Uh, breastfeeding here. Uh, listen to this. This is good stuff. We'll be right back. Look how big this one is. Veronica Robinson lives in Cumbria with her two daughters, Bethany and Eliza. She breastfed her eldest daughter, Bethany, until she was five and is still breastfeeding Eliza at nearly eight. Veronica believes that children should decide for themselves when to stop breastfeeding. 
if, if there's any monkey business you have to leave, I'm not having that. Hang up that bank, okay? Okay. Because I don't have a, a breastfeeding bra, so just... Eliza is still breastfed when she asks, although it is less frequent now than when she was little. Has a very strong attachment to it. Not necessarily the need to be doing it all the time, but the need to know that she has access to it and that you know one of the most important and comforting things in her life is still available. Scientists believe that extended breastfeeding can produce higher IQs. Bethany and Eliza Robinson have been breastfed for many years. And Eliza is still breastfeeding at seven. You can see from Eliza lying here, they take up a lot of space. And it's not quite the same as a little infant tucked in your arm. But, you know, clearly they get as much pleasure and as much comfort as a newborn does. And one of the really nice things as children get older is that they can verbalize their experience and tell you how much they enjoy it. I remember it tasting really, really sweet. Her elder sister, Bethany, was breastfed until she was five and still has fond memories. Better than anything in the world. Better than mango, even. I'd rather have lots of breast milk than a million melons. In the mornings when I'm getting dressed, the girls talk to my breasts, they touch them. We've had to set up some firm rules about letting me get dressed in peace. Um, they don't like it when I put a bra on. They think I'm trapping the breasts and they should be free to float about. I'm fine moving. But they very much feel like they own them. They're theirs. Um, and that'll be because they just have such an intimate and long-term relationship with them. Bethany and Eliza like to express their feelings about breastfeeding in drawings or pictures. When they draw pictures of them, it's quite interesting. You know, every woman has a breast that's slightly larger than the other, so that's always featured in there. The nipples are very long. Well, I don't have long nipples, but clearly for them there is some significance in the nipple. You know, they don't care that they're stretch marked and saggy and wobble and everything. Everything that my breasts do and are, they love and adore. They like them so much, they even have names for them. Their Christmas names are Milky or for the one that's got most milk in so it. And Milky for the other one. Verbio is one that you call Lakey with a pink dot. <laughs> Milky or is one without a pink dot because that has the most milk in it. So what do you think of the right age then? Mm. Never, never. Apart from breastfeeding. I don't think anyone should ever stop breastfeeding. Never. They won't breastfeed forever. It's just that simple. They will not breastfeed when they go to college or get married. It's never happened. It's never going to happen. Once you're out in that big bad world, that's it. There is no safe haven like being at mother's breast. To have given my children, what, just a few years out of my life, nothing really, in the scheme of things, it's just such a small gift. Earth, who gives us this third, sun, who makes it right and good. The earth, dear sun, by you is, our loving thanks to you give. Throughout their nine-year marriage, Veronica's husband Paul has always been completely supportive of her desire to breastfeed. All right, so that ends that clip. So before we start the discussion, Eric Cat, we should, uh, well, I mean, I should say, you know, that I support breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is good. You know, has a lot of, you know, a lot of benefits. Don't you agree there, Cat? Well, obviously, yes. And, you but, know, 
But uh, so well, this is this is my you won't you won't breastfeed when they go to college. I think that's wrong. I think they should yeah. you know you know whenever they want to stop is when they want to stop. What do you think, Kat? Well, okay. Let me let me. <laughs> where do I start? Okay. I am all for breastfeeding too. Breastfeeding is wonderful for your baby. It has all the nutrients they need, the antibodies, all that great stuff. Okay. But one thing I know as a nurse, even if you gave your child, even if you breastfed for a few months, you still gave your kid pretty much everything they need, okay? That's my belief. I mean, I guess as you go on, you're still giving them more antibodies. I'm not really sure exactly how long is necessarily too long, okay? But I think to me it's like, Okay, what, when did when did kids start getting teeth? Around a year old or before that? Yeah, I think around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's I, to me. That's kind of nature's way of saying, okay, it's time to start letting go, right? Because they're right. getting teeth, you know. And when you look at like animals, cats, dogs, primal animals, they stop breastfeeding. At a, at a very short time, you know, when nature tells them to. But, you know, we as humans, I think, you know, we have these these uh, minds that these, what, what do you call it? We don't think, we're not primal thinkers. We have advanced thinking, okay? <laughs> and sometimes I think that advanced thinking goes to weird places that it shouldn't mm. really go to. <laughs> now, I realize that some people, you know, may breastfeed till two years old or whatever. That doesn't freak me out that much. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I would stop at a, a year because that's me. That's I feel like that's plenty. That's enough. Right. Uh, but when you're starting to get into like school age children, and I, in my research, I even saw like when I was looking on the internet, you know, how far do people really go? People sometimes breastfeed teenagers. That's not normal. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what they do in any other country because this is what the proponents will say. Well, in other countries they do it. You know, why do we have to be so da 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 da? I don't just because other countries do it that makes it right. You know, some some other countries stone women for committing adultery. Should we do it too because they think it's okay? I mean, I know it's a totally different issue. My point is, it's just because, and and it's one thing if if there's a, a mother in a third world country who can't provide food for her baby. That's the only means of keeping her kid alive. That's that's different. But I think moms here with this attachment parenting and everything, which I'm sure there's a lot of good things about it. I'm not totally dissing it. But I think to me it seems like they do it more for themselves. They can't cut that umbilical cord. They can't, you know, let the kid be – his own person, you know, I, I feel like it's just not normal. Right. It's, it just doesn't seem, I mean, and when you saw that video, how awkward and how uncomfortable were you when you saw that child going up and breastfeeding with the mom? It was weird looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it made me very uncomfortable. And, you know, it, again, with, there's proponents, like you look in the comments, there's like, oh, you need to get Kaylin on it. Get educated by who? Bill Sears? Just because he says, you know, it's okay. I mean, 
do we have to only go by what books say? Why don't you use your common sense? Common sense says you shouldn't be breastfeeding a teenager and think that's okay. You know, like, okay, one girl in the comments on that video had written, I don't know if you saw this comment, but she worked in a uh, uh, battered woman shelter. And there was a woman there who had a 2-year-old and a 14-year-old. She was breastfeeding the 2-year-old. And then the 14-year-old with braces, a boy, came up. She lifted up her shirt, and he started breastfeeding when she felt uncomfortable. And the woman said she's part of a breastfeeding league or whatever, you know, like those La Leche League. I call them like breastfeeding Nazis, okay? They say it's perfectly natural. Well, the woman said, you know, she turned and looked, and it it was going a little bit further, and it made her so uncomfortable she had to leave the room. And I won't say what she said because it's disgusting to even think about it. But it it just kind of went to a weird place, okay? Now, I'm not saying, like, for instance, this mom in the video, I'm not saying that these women are thinking of it sexually. You know, they're like, why are we sexualizing the breast? Well, look what Time Magazine did. I don't care. You know, that picture, to me, looked like they were sexualizing in a way. In a, you know, it, it wasn't really, I mean, look how the woman was positioned, this, you know, hot mama there. And the, the kids there, like, looking at the camera like, yeah, look what I'm doing. Don't I look like an idiot? <laughs> You know oh yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, when, so... when that when that kid grows up, he's gonna need a lot of therapy. I mean, you know, a lot. I mean, the, the, I, the I, can, I can is... see I can see prom prom night for that kid. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> I mean, it's just he's, he's gonna get so made fun of. He's gonna make, he's gonna write his own book. I mean, and he's gonna be <laughs> famous. <laughs> but I mean, look what you know the, the way the thing I didn't like about the Time magazine cover is the way they photographed it. But even more than that, that that to me it wasn't as bad as the title where they put "Are you mom enough?" That's another thing that these breastfeeding uh, leagues or groups or whatever you want to call them do that just ticks me off is that they guilt the mom into like you're a bad mom if you don't breastfeed or if you only breastfeed for so much time. That's bull. It is. Just like it's their choice if they want to breastfeed their kid till he's five or whatever, it's also a mother's choice if she doesn't want to breastfeed or if she wants to stop breastfeeding at three months or six months or a year. You know, I, I it just drives me crazy. Those those La Leche League Nazis. Okay, that's what they call it here, La Leche League. It's the, it's the pro breast that you only give breast, you don't give bottle, you don't do. Let me ask these 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 breastfeeding Nazis this question. How would you feel if you were walking in a grocery store, Walmart, whatever, and you saw a five, six-year-old drinking from a bottle or sucking a pacifier? Because besides the fact that you think the bottle is evil, wouldn't you think it's strange that a five-year-old is still drinking from a bottle? What's the difference? They say, oh, well, it's bonding or this. A hug doesn't suffice? (laughs) A hug? You can't show your child love without having him suck on your boob? You know what I'm saying? And no, I know what so, you're, I know what you're saying. You know, it's just like it's it's it's, it's a show of love, uh, like that's the only way to show love, um, and that's the only way to show that you're a real mom uh, by doing that forever. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's you know, there, there's been a lot you know talked about, a lot written about you know, the, those you know, uh, people that think like that, and it's just, uh, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, you, you you challenge a person, no matter you know what it is, are you you know blank enough to do this or whatever? You know, are you mom enough? So you know, if, if you're not, if you don't do that, then you're not a real mom. I'm like, that's that's just not. I don't, I don't like when people do that either. I know. I mean, it's ridiculous. Are you mom enough? More like, are you psycho enough? You know, the kid comes home from school. Oh, it's time for after school snack. Grab a cookie and come get on mom's <laughs> And, okay, you know, I want to tell this story. This is a girl I know, but I'm, I'm thinking she'll never hear this, right? Because she's no, one of no, those. No, nobody, no, nobody ever listens to this show, so you're fine. She, she won't hear the show, but I'm gonna make, I'm gonna give her an alias. So anyway, I'm gonna call her Sally, but that's not her name, Sally. Okay, I was talking with Sally and somebody else. We were talking about this issue, and Sally believes that she's like the little big people. She thinks she breastfeed as long as they want to breastfeed. Okay, as long as the kid wants. First, and before I go on with the story. Why are you letting your kid dictate your life? You're the mother. Anyway, <laughs> now let me go on. She thinks that, oh, no big deal. And so my other friend, I'll call her Jane, she says, how long, Sally? How long is, is what? she's like, let me put it to you this way. She said her son, who I'm not sure how old he is now, but when he was like five or six, he went up to his grandmother, her mother, and asked if he could drink you know, if he could have some milk. And she said, oh, well, I don't have any, but here, go on ahead. And she breastfed. And I just, like. Like right there. Like right there. Like that's, and, and, and I wanted to say, and you think that's okay, but I just kept my mouth shut because I was just trying to keep my jaw from hitting the floor. You know, that's not his mother, his grandmother. She has no milk, so it ain't for for nutrition purposes, what purpose was, what purpose did that serve? You know, so that's wow. what I'm saying. Some of these people, they, they go so far with it that they don't think logically when it comes to it, I, I think. And that's what I see a lot of. And you have some moms that come in, you know, especially these first-time moms, I don't want my baby to get a bottle, I don't want him to get a pacifier, nothing, 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 nothing. They're so adamant about it, and that's fine. You know, we won't do that. And the thing is, like, when a parent tells me, I'm just breast only, no bottle, please don't give a bottle. If, as long as their baby, if the thing is, what we do is if the baby is has a, uh, some babies we have to check glucoses on. If they're LGA, large for gestational age, small for gestational age, if the mom's diabetic, if the baby was a meconium delivery, there's only certain reasons why we'll actually check a blood sugar. If their child is one of those kids where we have to check a blood sugar, I'll say, look, we have to check a blood sugar on the baby because of whatever reason, okay? And if it's low, we have to feed the baby. We have to if the blood sugar is low. I mean, they don't want their baby to die, right? (laughs) So, And most of the time they're okay with that. Well, okay, but only if we have to. But we don't. I mean, we are a pro-breastfeeding hospital, so we're all about the breast. So... But if their kid doesn't have one of the, you know, it doesn't either have, either it doesn't have symptoms or doesn't have one of the criteria where we draw glucose, I tell them, well, don't even worry about it. We're not going to give them a bottle, okay? But, you know, in some instances, extreme cases with the low blood sugar, we, we may have to. Now, kids that go to the NICU, 
the moms pretty much have to let go and let God on that one because it's not feasible for a child in NICU to be fully breastfed. Even if they were, like, let's say they were a term child that was just in NICU for rule-out sepsis and they were avid feed, the mom would have to be there 24-7, which she can't be, you know, obviously. So if your baby's in a NICU, it's not feasible. You can pump your milk, you can pump your breast, get the milk, and we can give it in a bottle. But but in a newborn nursery, if the mom wants to solely breastfeed, the baby basically stays in the womb with her because she's going to have to feed on demand. Okay. So, but, you know, I think it's these, these, these breastfeeding Nazis that get to their head and make them feel like, oh, my God, it's like they think if the baby gets one bottle, they're going to die or something, you know. Yes, breastfeeding is better. It's much better. But formula is not evil, people. Your kid is not going to (laughs) die if it gets a little bit of formula. (laughs) It's just, (laughs) you know, it's just like calm down, you know. Like there's more things to worry about than, than, I mean, people get really obsessed with it. But if you notice in that video how obsessed the children were with their mom, are with their mom's food, they draw pictures of them. They name them. They play with them. They don't want her to wear a bra. That's yeah. That's odd. That's Is creepy. That not, it's yeah. creepy. It's yeah. creepy. And she was all beside herself happy about it. She thought yeah. I was cool. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, whatever you say. You know, it, it's just, and it's, I'm, hey, I'm not judging anyone, but I, I just, as far as people who say, oh, go educate yourself, this isn't about education. This is about common sense. This is about nature. <laughs> this is about what is natural and okay for your baby. And they're the one. that's why they think it's okay what the, the child should decide. Since when? Like, like what I say about the animals, how they, you know, I've seen, you know how I've done work with uh fostering cats and kittens and things like that. I've seen right. mama kitties. I've seen mama kitties for their babies, like at about four weeks, three to four weeks, will, you know, still be nursing. And they might let them for a little bit, but then they start kicking them off with their feet, you know, and they start, like, pushing them away. And that's still kind of bad for the kitties, you know. But she's doing what nature tells her to do. She's got to let them be cats. They're grown up now. They're getting bigger. They need to be their own person. You know, I just wonder, like, because, like, what this woman said is, oh, well, they're out in the big, bad world. Well, they're out in the big, bad world when they're in school and they're facing a bully in the playground. You know, I mean, I think it's sometimes a little too much. And I'm sure there's great things about attachment parenting. I don't know all that much about it, I'll admit. Uh, And I've never been a mom, okay? Uh, So, you know. But I know if I did have a child, I would not breastfeed past a year. That's that's me, though. Now, like I said, I, I hear sometimes people say, oh, yeah, I'm still breastfeeding, and they're kids, too, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, really? You know, but it doesn't really, that, even though a lot of people say that's too old, I, that doesn't creep me out as much as, like, like that video or hearing about teenagers. That is beyond the twilight zone. That's insanity there I can't imagine that a teenager Can be well adjusted in the head Breastfeeding from its mom 
Male or female, I don't care. I don't, I don't fact, get that. I'm, that's, a, that's rare. I mean, a lot of, and it's even the child, the school age kids, I mean, not many people do this. Very few people actually go this far. I, but it is, it's, it's definitely different. And oh, that's my two cents. My three or four or five cents. <laughs> I put in a lot of cents. I'm going to do a story before the, the uh, top of the hour. But first, uh, you, you know who's on you know who's on the front page of BlockTalkRadio.com right now. Who? We are. No way. <laughs> this show is on the front page in the live and upcoming show section. I put it on my Facebook page. Uh, so yes, we are we are on the front page right now. So people can come in for hour number two. <laughs> but uh, but speaking of uh, speaking of boobs, um, I do want to uh, give an update for your uh, your best friend, uh, the Octomom uh, oh. news story here, and her bankruptcy case went a bust. <laughs> this is from uh, this is from the Los Angeles Times from May 16. I'm going to read this story here. Uh, the bankruptcy case against Octomom has been thrown out of court after she failed to complete the necessary paperwork record show. The mother of 14, including the octuplets that plunged her into the spotlight, did not meet Monday's deadline to file paperwork, so she could not pay off her debts. Creditors can now resume efforts to collect her debts, uh, and foreclosure proceedings can resume on her rented home. Their bankruptcy filing had put a, a temporary freeze on her foreclosure auction. The home was supposed to go to auction uh, on May 7th at the Orange City Hall, but this was put on hold until May 21st. The house is expected to sell in the $400,000 range. She filed for bankruptcy on April 30th, just one month after going on welfare to support herself and her 14 children. In court documents reviewed by the Orange County Register, uh, she said she had $50,000 in assets and up to $1 million in debts. Quote, I've had to make some very difficult decisions this year, uh, porn video, and filing Chapter 7 was one of them, uh, she said in a statement. Uh, but what I have to do now is what's best for my children, so I need a fresh start. She is currently on welfare in California, receiving $2,000 a month in food stamps. The original owner, owner of the house says his credit and finances have been a mess ever since Octomom moved into the four-bedroom, uh, three-bathroom home in 2009. She was supposed to pay the guy $3,000 a month, but he says he hasn't, been see, he hasn't seen a penny in about a year. Uh, he told uh, the paper she's behind in rent 11 months and owes $483,000. He says, I'm very disappointed and wish it could be resolved as soon as possible. Uh, the uh, homeowner is facing off, uh, facing off with Octomom in court in, on June 14. So your buddy there, uh, Octomom, is in big trouble these days, Kat. My buddy. She is, why can't she just go away? <laughs> go away. <laughs> No, you know, like I saw her on, I don't know which show it was. It was, it was one of the headline news shows. I think it was uh, Entertainment Tonight or not Entertainment Tonight, Entertainment. That's news show for entertainment, whatever. And, you know, they were, they were 
you know, telling her, oh, remember when you said this, that you would never take government assistance, and now you're taking, she goes, well, yes, I mean, you know, I and I hated having to do it, and, you know, because she gets $2,000 a month in food stamps. Now, I guess, what is it, 14 of them living in the house? I guess you would need that much money, but I just can't, I can't picture $2,000 worth of groceries. That's a lot of food. <laughs> I can't believe that, I mean, no, and maybe it makes sense because that's what, uh, $500 a week, 14 miles, I guess that's about right. Um, but so she did have to, to resort to the food stamps, and now she's saying she would never do porn, right? But now she's considering it. But she, she said, but I, I swore that I would never touch another human being, and that's not what this is going to be. I'm not going to be involved with anyone else. So draw your own conclusion there. I don't know what she's going to be doing exactly. Well, I mean, you, you, you know what would be, what would be cheaper on, on the food bill, don't you? What? Breastfeeding. Oh, God. <laughs> she needs more boobs for that. And with that, we will take our break at the top of the hour here, and uh, we will play more Donna Summer here. We'll be coming back here on the Night Shift Show. Kat and I will be back, and of course, going to break. This is Bad Girls. That's right, Bad Girls for Donna Summer. Don't go anywhere. We got one more hour to go. We'll be right back.
And welcome back to Hour 2 of the Night Shift Show. Boop, boop. Beep, beep. Hey. What do you think of that, cat? Beep, beep. Beep, 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 I, 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 think, I think it, I think it's when I put you on hold. Maybe that's how. Maybe uh, that's what I, yeah, sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing things, you know. <laughs> yeah, I should I, I shouldn't put you on hold there. So. No, that's okay. Uh, so hour one, can you believe that, Cat? I mean, this is like you know crazy here. So. Uh, it just flew by. Just on a flew breath. by. That's right. <laughs> on a boob. On a boob. <laughs> We're still on the front page. Block Talk Radio has not kicked us off yet, so uh, uh, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for not kicking us off, Block Talk Radio. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Block Talk Radio. Yeah. Um, Do you have the chat room open? Do you have the chat room open? Should I open the chat room? You think I should open? Maybe I should open the chat room. Let me let, let me let me cut up. Well, I'm not in there. I'm not in there. I just. Eh, let, let, let's see what happens here. Since, since we're you know we're like a since we're like a real show, so let's see. Uh, launch chat in new window with moderator control. Okay, how about that? Let's see. All right, let's see. I'm opening the chat room, you people out there. So uh, shout out to all the uh, trolls out there, and I'm opening the chat room. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see. And I'm the only one in there. So uh, great. It's just. Oh. We're the featured show here, and it's just me. So there you go. Well, they only heard, they they probably won't hear that you open the chat room till right about now. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait for remember, it. Remember, remember, there's a delay, Ray. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah, we're we're broadcast professionals here, and, uh, <laughs> and, and 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 you probably saw you probably saw on the Twitter stream there. Yes, I I am partaking of the wine here tonight, there, Cat. Just uh, just to. Uh, I heard. In celebration of the the night shift show coming back uh, on Saturday night here, so uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you're not uh, breastfeeding. That's good. Wow, <laughs> wow. someone's gonna tweet that out. Someone's gonna tweet that out there. At least you're not. At least you're not breastfeeding. Because <laughs> then I'd be like, uh, you're a little bit too scary for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, we got people in the chat room. We got, we got, uh, you got, we got, uh, uh, <laughs> what, what do you call him? I, I don't know what you call him. What do you Los call him? Gachos. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, uh, Kim, look at that. Kimmy's in there. Kimmy. Hey, hey. Kimmy. Hey. Kimmy. You know, she's quite the photographer, let me tell you. You know, on her, uh, I don't know if you've seen any of her pictures on her uh, Facebook page. Or she's like, Really good, uh, really good photographer. That uh, so. So shout out to you there, man, and to everybody else who uh, who's listening to the show live. Thank you for uh, for listening to us. Uh, we're uh, we're excited that you're here. So um, uh, let's see. Um, we're gonna, oh let's uh, so yeah. So let's talk about this you know, this Howard Stern thing. So did you actually watch it or did you like just see? The, I mean, because I saw the commercials. I forgot to DVR the thing. Um, I was curious. It's probably on the internet somewhere, you know. But uh, but did did you see any of that? Uh, um, you know, America's Got Talent deal, or is that what it's called? Or yeah, America's Got Talent. I've never really watched that show. Uh, 
I, I've never gotten into it that much. They they do any kind of talent. You could, it's not just singing. They could dance. They could juggle. They could do weird things. It's like all kind of things. But I was just kind of curious to see what Howard would be like as a judge. And it's kind of what I expected. I mean, it, you know, he tones it down for the show. He's not, you know, saying the things that he would normally say, like if you hear him. I don't listen to his show, but I have like, remember when he had that show on E? He had, basically, it was the show on, on the E station was... Yeah, like this, a, this show should segment. be like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, actually, this, I, actually, that's the I'm with Stupid show. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like, I'm with Stupid show. No, but I mean, like, I used to kind of watch that a little bit because I was just like, this guy is nuts, right? But, you know, it gets old after a while, and I just... You know, then it went off the air, and I, I didn't really watch it all the time. I would just see it once in a while. But I knew what he was about, you know, before I heard about him going on America's Got Talent. But one thing I knew about Howard is that even though he's crazy, he has that radio shock jock thing about him, he's, he is a family man. He's, you know, got children. I think he is actually more normal in real life. I don't know. I've never met him, but I, I don't think he's, he's definitely not like he is on the radio all the time what, you know, I know about him, I guess. And so I was curious how he'd be on America's Got Talent, and I watched it. And he is, he's very nice. He's, he's, he's really sweet to the contestants and stuff. Like, he'd go up, and there was this one guy who was uh, kind of nerdy and stuff, and he was all sweating and everything and nervous and all. And he went up and gave him a hug. Like, he's really nice to the people, you know. And I think that people are going to be surprised Whoever watches the show who's, who's like, oh, Howard Stern, how can they get Howard Stern? I think they're going to be surprised at how he actually is because on the show, it's, he's probably going to be more like how he is in real life, I would think, you know, just a, a regular person. So it was okay. I mean, he was funny. But, uh, yeah, he seemed to be very nice. I just was not into that show for some reason. I, it just some some of the acts were cool and everything, but, it's just not, and I, I even like I told you, I'm even kind of getting sick of the singing shows. Like American Idol is not what it used to be, but like I love Philip Phillips, so I, that's why I've been watching it. And like if Philip would have been knocked off too or booted off, I would have definitely stopped watching it. But um, I am excited about the X Factor though because Britney Spears is going to be a judge, and I think that ought to be interesting to watch. And I did like the X Factor last, the first. X Factor they had. That was a pretty good... It's kind of like American Idol on steroids. It's like... And and anybody from any age can be on American... Well, not any age. I think it's 13 to 113 can be on that show. And one of their best singers who was like in the top five or top four, I think, was a 64-year-old guy. Remember the one who I... Or no, I think he was 60, but he looked like he was like 34. Remember that guy I told you about? What's his name? Um... God, what was his name? Leroy Bell. Gorgeous man. He looked like he was in his 30s and he was like 60 years old. No lie. And had a voice that could melt butter. <laughs> I mean, butter. that was just... Butter. butter. It was a butter-melting voice. He was awesome. He was awesome. Gorgeous man. Gorgeous man. So, yeah, I mean, because they, and they did have older contestants in that show, uh, people in their 50s and all who can really sing, you know, because there are older people that can sing, you know. 
believe it or not, <laughs> people that can sing. But that's that's what I liked about X Factor is that you had people you could they they gave people of all ages a chance, and it was so much more like you know like when the people performed it was lots of light it was like a concert you were watching you know it's a little bit more like I said it's like American Idol on steroids and American Idol like I said it's just not what it used to be uh, but I do love Philip Phillips and I hope he wins because I can't stand that Jessica girl I just don't like her. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, but she irritates me, and I don't know. Mom's, my mom says every year, every time I watch any shows, there's always one person I don't like. <laughs> one person that wow. irritates me. <laughs> and everybody else is like, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. <laughs> uh, hey, say say hi to TJ in the chat room here. So I uh, got the got the a, a new person there, a new old person. He's uh, listening to the show. Before, TJ. So. TJ. TJ. Y'all correct. Correct. Hi, oh. TJ. Oh man, <laughs> you, just, uh, you just said his heart like a little pitter patter because he's like showing some love to the cat in the chat room. So. Uh, Aww. Uh, so Thanks. yeah. So. You, I've never heard you call him TJ. That's why I'm like TJ. Well, no, he, he announced himself in the chat room, you know, as TJ, and you you figured it out all on your own. So, and it didn't even take me that long. So uh, wow. Oh man, I, I'm I'm just getting some real time data here, and uh, we've had a lot of people listening to the show live in the first hour here. So wow. So awesome. cool. Cool. Hmm. You get a lot of people in the listening when you start talking about booties. <laughs> well, you know that that's yeah that, that, that's why we're talking about breastfeeding, breastfeeding, you know, and, and, and uh, <laughs> breastfeeding, breastfeeding. Uh, it would have been more if I put it in the actual description of the show, but then we would have had like all the haters and stuff. So that's why I didn't. We would we would have had we would have had the La Leche League Nazis coming in and, and telling us telling us how horrible we were for not saying that breastfeeding a teenager is normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know, here I get, yeah, here it's called La Leche League, and I guess because La Leche is milk in Spanish, because we have it's Hispanic here. You know, we're I'm in Mexico pretty much, but I wonder what other places call it. I always, you know, I guess it's not La Leche League anywhere else. I mean, do you have some kind of breastfeeding league there that? Oh no, it's the same. It's the same. It's La Leche League. Yeah, I can't talk. I can't talk bad of them because they'll like protest my house. So I can't. I love that. Love them. Love them. No, and and I'm sure they do a lot of great things. No, but I'm surprised that they're called that everywhere though because it's a Spanish name for milk. But okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so 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 send all hate mail to Rock Dog at uh, (laughs) any girl talk. Dot com. What if that? What if that uh, email still works? Maybe, maybe, people, maybe somebody can try. I that. know, right? He's probably see, went back to it now. See if it's uh, <laughs> see, see if it still works. <laughs> Every time I went into my email for that, you know, when it was, I think it was weather. I don't know if it was cat at annieworldtalk.com or if it was weather girl. I don't. I think it was cat. But I, a lot of times, I got a lot of spam in there. They send a lot of spam on the on that. In that email, a lot. 
Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and every, every, every time we do a Saturday night show, you know, we're like, oh, you know, we should have a reunion show. You know, be like, you know, because yeah, you know, but you know, Annie Burrell, you know, they, they don't listen to the show anymore. They, they don't care. They, they moved on. I think they've moved on. I'm bad enough <laughs> because I know they've moved on because they're they're like rich and famous now, and they've they've forgotten about us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do. But you know that was so cool when they came and listened to the show and called in on 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 uh, St. Patrick's Day. Isn't that funny? How I didn't realize that was Burl at first. <laughs> I was like, he was like, "Hi, Ted. Hi, Mike. I love what you're doing." And I'm like, "Hi, who are you?" Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, you know, and G Man and Matt Man. I mean, you know, they're 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 you know they're they're they're, they're a major force here on the network now. You know, that. They don't. They don't even. They don't even. Uh, you know, recognize us. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They, no, they, I know they. They give us shout outs as much as they can, and we we appreciate all the support that they give us. So. Los, I know los cachos. <laughs> no, I, I feel bad. I can't listen to their show live because you know because I'm I'm an idiot uh, and I'm lazy. Uh, but I I do download their show and they have a great show. So so it's a Block Talk Radio slash I'm. Dash with dash stupid and uh, check it out and uh, they, they, you know, what's really cool is that you know they have this thirty minute show but the best show the best part is the fifteen minute after show that is kind of the the hidden part of the show so you can't listen to it until you download it so that's really cool stuff yeah and it, it seems like they always have a show when I'm at work or I'm either that or I'm just working a lot but it seems like I'm always at work when they have a show. Not always. Once in a while, I'm home, you know, and I'll listen like on my phone and stuff. But I, I'm usually at work. Like I was working Mother's Day, and he he told me, "Oh, I, I gave your mom a shout out for Mother's Day." I'm like, "Oh, thank you. I wish I could have heard it." You know, I was at work, so Mother's Day was nice. We didn't have that many deliveries, so we had like only like four or five, I think. It was mm. nice. It was like. <laughs> You know, and, and it's like those days, you know, oh, it, you know, you don't feel like you're working that hard, but the other days more than make up for that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, why can't you just be steady each day, each day, nice and steady, easy, steady, flowy, steady? No, no, no. Nice and, no, nice and, nice and easy, easy like a Sunday morning. How about that? Well, you know, it's like I don't mind it being a little busy because the day seems to go by faster, and I like to be busy. But it, it, it's not just – it's overwhelming. It's just too much, you know. It's like uh, when I get off work, I feel like I've been working outside for 12 hours instead of, like, in the hot sun building bridges or something. Oh, really? You're, you're, you feel like you're in the hot sun? I think I think I'm, TJ would well, like to hear more about that. Well, because you're like, you know, first of all, you have to, like, whether I'm going to a C-section or if I'm going to a regular, even when I go to the regular badge deliveries, I'm wearing, like, the yellow gown on top. So when the doctor hands me the baby, I don't get really? nasty stuff all over me. Wow. You know, so that's, that's warm. And then you're under the warmer taking care of the kid. So it's, it's you know, and, and I guess in the, under the warmer, it's like 98 degrees or something. I don't know what it is under there, but. You know, you get hot. It just it's very and then you're running around like a crazy person and yeah. It's very physical. 
Hey, they're 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 uh, they're agreeing with you about the La Leche people. Uh, they're saying the crazy people and 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 breastfeeding mafia. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of people I work with that that's that's how we see them. I mean, that's you know we know about them because of what our profession is, and we know how crazy they can get. You know, it's like, come on. <laughs> relax on the breastfeeding. You know, even when I work NICU, uh, you know, sometimes these moms don't pump and they won't get that much milk out. They might just get a few little drops and they feel so bad. And I'm like, look, those little drops you're giving them is like a little vaccine. You know, <laughs> every little bit is great. You know, I try to let them not feel so bad because, you know, every little bit counts. It does. And, and, and it's so good that even just a little bit, like it, for the first few days before mom's milk really comes in, that colostrum and stuff, it's basically like giving a kid vaccines with all that antibodies and stuff they need. So every little bit counts. So don't ever feel guilty, moms out there. If you feel like if, if crazy people like that, like the allegedly people try to make you feel guilty, don't feel guilty. If you gave your baby one drop of breast milk, you gave your baby a lot. And go. if you didn't feel like and if you didn't feel like breastfeeding at all, that's your choice too. So don't let anybody bully you and make you feel like a bad mom. That's right. <laughs> let's uh, let's do another story though. One that you sent me here, and okay, uh, I can talk about breast. Uh, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna. We're, well, I mean, it's actually it kind of relates. Yeah. To, I mean, the first line series here is Octomom, which is kind of hilarious too. But the title here, this is from uh, Yahoo.com. This is from. Friday, May 18th, the title. Here's the title. Wait for it. Father, uh, man who fathered 30 kids says he needs a break on child uh, support. I'm going to read this here. And you thought Octomom had her hands full. A Tennessee man who has fathered 30 children is asking the courts for a break on child support. I'm not going to read his name because he's an idiot. He's 33 years old <laughs> of Rocksville, has children with 11 different women, 11 Different women reports WREG TV. The state has already taken half his paycheck. His paycheck is and divides it up, which doesn't amount to much when this guy is making only minimum wage. Some of the moms receive as little as $1.49 a month. The oldest child is 14 years old. This deadbeat guy explains how he reached such a critical mass. He has four kids in the same year, twice, whatever. Back in 2009, when this guy was in court to answer charges that many of the mothers were not receiving child support, he had 21 children. At the time, he said he was not going to father any more kids, but ended up having nine more in the past three years. The state cannot order this guy to stop making babies. He hasn't broken any laws, according to the court. Desmond Hatchett, 33 years old of Knoxville. You know, I really think he does need a break. You know, he's you know he's a really busy guy. You know, he has 30 kids. You know, he, he needs he needs a nap or something. He you know he, he you know he's, he 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 needs just to go out and you know just relax a little bit. Don't you think, there, Cat? He needs to go out and buy condoms if he's going to keep. <laughs> Or stop having sex, one or the other. And a dollar forty nine cents or forty six cents, whatever it was, a month. What's the point even? Why do they even 
bother if that's all they're going to get. It just seems like it's such a ridiculous. How can someone not stop having babies? <laughs> how can, you know, he, he wants a break that either stop having sex or buy condoms. Just stop. <laughs> Why can't what, 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 would you, what, what, what would you tell this guy there, Kat? I'd tell him to go get a vasectomy if he can't stop having sex. It would be cheaper in the long run. If he keeps having more and more babies, if he has 100 kids, he's not going to have a paycheck left. Every mom is going to get a dollar a month for their kids. <laughs> that is so if, – if I had to get child support from someone and all I could get was a dollar forty-six a month, I'd say forget it. Just don't even worry about it. What's the point <laughs> getting a dollar forty-six a month? You'd be like, uh, buy, that might buy him a loaf of bread. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Yeah, forget yeah, but it. You, you, you would think like if this is if this was like a crazy judge, you would think like. Can't the judge order like a vasectomy or something like that? Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I, you know, they're talking about this is, you know, this is what like, like why do some even women keep having kids when they can't afford them? And you know, the law says we can't tell people no, you can't have any more kids. We can't force vasectomies. We can't force uh, tubal ligations and all this. Why not? <laughs> I understand the principle. Shouldn't you have well, a I license? Mean, shouldn't you have a license to have a kid or something like that? I mean, shouldn't like somebody, you know, like say that you should have I don't know, maybe maybe that's in a too. perfect world, in a perfect world, yes. Or in a perfect world but even even if we could like instead of having to take a pill to prevent pregnancy, you have to take a pill to get pregnant. But even then I think people would abuse that. So they could get government funds or whatever. Because I see that all the time. I mean, I ha- people have babies to make money. I mean, that happens. I'm sorry to say, I see it. A really? Lot. That happens. Yes. Yeah. No and way. I've heard, and you hear, I hear all the time about people who, like, they're older moms, right? They have a bunch of kids, but oh, they're having their eighth kid because their benefits are about to run out, and they want to keep getting their food stamps or whatever else. Because if they don't have another kid right away, they're going to lose those benefits because kids get certain age or whatever. So they'll purposely have a kid so they don't lose their benefits. And it's like, oh, my God. I mean, that's part of why we don't have any money. <laughs> that's part of why this country's just going broke completely. You know, I think it's Illinois, if I'm correct. If Kimmy's still in the chat room, she can verify if she knows this. I think that after two kids, that's all you get from, you know, no more government funds for any more kids, I think. Here in Texas, you can have a freaking million kids, and they'll just keep giving you more money, you know. And I think that if they would make the law where it's, okay, two kid maximum, that's all we can give you as far as, you know, benefits for, you know, WIC or whatever it is, Medicaid, whatever they give them. Kimmy's all over it. She's Googling it right now. So we'll we'll, we'll have a live report before the end of this broadcast. But I I think it's still annoying. If not, she'll make it up, and it'll be funny, and it'll be good radio. (laughs) So I'll make up some kind of Wikipedia link uh, because, you know, I mean, whatever. 
But see, the, here's the thing, too, is what I don't understand. Because, okay, I know you, you know, you get money for the government for more kids. Or not, but how much can it possibly be? I mean, it costs a lot of money to raise a kid. You know, I, I still think that if you keep having kids, even if you're getting more money from the government, it's still never going to be enough. Right? I mean, it just seems like you need so much money nowadays to raise a kid. You need like a dollar and forty nine cents, and you're good. Shoot, <laughs> a dollar and a forty nine cents wouldn't do a homeless person any good. That you can't even buy. You can't even. You can't even get a Big Mac for a dollar forty nine. No, no. Come on. It's ridiculous. It's like, what is even the point? And I can't believe that. I mean, I guess if you don't have, you can't bleed. What is that? That uh, saying? You can't bleed leave money from a turnip or I don't know, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You can't yeah. get a condom from a turnip. I think that's how that <laughs> You can't get a condom from a turnip. If he's yeah, getting right. minimum that's wage, right. he can't really pay that much, you know, anyway. But still, like, what's the point of a dollar forty-six cents? I mean, <laughs> I just... uh, all right, let's, I've never let's, heard let's, of that. I've never heard well, of that. Well, we, we need to do a serious news story before the bottom of the hour. We'll take a break here. So we'll take a break after this story here. So, so are you, I, I, I found this. I found this on on Yahoo, and it, so it's serious. So we, we have to we have to tone it down here a little bit. Here's the title. This is from May 16, 2012. Are you ready for it, Kat? Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. All right. So here's the title. Man dies at strip club after night of unpaid lap dances. What do you think of that? <laughs> Let me, uh, let me let me let me let, let me read this like before this. before you have something funny. Let me read this here. So uh, so this is this is this is this is a new uh, you know a new story. Uh, May 16, 2012. So we've got to all go sometime. But 67 year old Robert Jean White did so in a way that some men would find inevitable after receiving several lap dances at a Texas strip club. And he managed to pass away before having to pay his bill. <laughs> KDSW reports that White enjoyed several lap dances, in quotes, on a Friday night at the Red Parrot Strip Club in El Paso before meeting his demise. However, when employees came to collect payment from Mr. White, he was, quote, unresponsive. According to another station, KVIA, the local sheriff's department said club workers and paramedics made several unsuccessful attempts to relieve or revive Mr. White. Uh, The sheriff's office said it it expects Mr. White died of natural causes, but does not suspect foul play in the incident. (laughs) And there's a picture here on this article. Uh, an exotic dancer performs at the 2012 Sex and Entertainment Expo in Mexico City. I'm going to leave this link in the chat room. So uh, you know, hey, you know, that's uh, I think I think somebody like Rock Dog would really appreciate that story, don't you think, there, Cat? I think he would. In fact, so too. <laughs> so why didn't they just grab his wallet out of his pocket and just take what they needed, and then you know, let him go on his way to the hospital? <laughs> Was he already dead? I mean, he co- he was unresponsive. Right. So, so I mean, but didn't he, he died? You said though. That's right. 
He died, but when did he die? Did he die at the club? Did he die at the hospital? Looks like he died at the club. So they should have just taken what they needed. (laughs) You know? Uh, Poor guy. (laughs) How much did he owe? Did he just need to... It did not say. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you find that one? <laughs> Yahoo.com. It was like Yahoo.com. Yeah. Yahoo has some of the, the best stories. <laughs> <laughs> they have crazy stories. Oh, man. Uh, I, I think I think I think we need the uh, I, I think we need a break. <laughs> Why don't we take a break? And uh, uh, let me we'll, we'll catch our breath here, and I'm gonna have some more wine. And uh, what we'll do is we'll take a break, and uh, we have uh, 29 minutes left in this show. We have some surprises left here, there. But uh, we will play another Donna Summer song. We'll, we're, we're gonna talk about Donna Summer after the break here because uh, great great music here. But of course the show the the song as we go to the break. Uh, <laughs> I won't tell you the, the title. We'll just play it. We'll be back here for the last half hour of the uh, Night Shift Show here with Kat and me. We're on the front page of blogtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. <laughs>
back to the Night Shift Show live here on a Saturday night here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. On the front page of the Blog Talk Radio Network, we have 23 minutes left here in the show. And uh, on the line with us, we have somebody who works hard for the money. Kat joins us back here. Kat, you know, you do work hard for the money, don't you? Yeah, I do. Work real hard for my money. Oh, uh, there's so many jokes there, but you know, I, I would imagine I would imagine what Rock Dog would say it right now. But, uh, you know, oh, Rock Dog! Rock yeah, Dog! And not only do I work hard for my money, I used to love that song, and I actually had that record. I can picture the record in my mind right now. Wow, like really? Donna Summer, yeah, Donna Summer was, if I remember correctly, she was dressed as a waitress. And I remember a lot of yellow on the record. Like the walls were yellow. <laughs> I ought to Google that image to see if I can find it. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I'm gonna find it while we're here on the air. Wow, and, uh, man! See if I remembered it correctly. My, so, so, my, so, so you had you had like a record player. You had like the, the you know the big you know 33 and a half you know record, and you probably had some 45s too, didn't you? Oh yeah, I had all that. Back, back in the had, day? I even remember 8-tracks. <laughs> That's right. I remember 8-tracks. I'm there with you, man. I'm there with you. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, that, that was a good time back then. The, kid, the kids don't remember that. The kids don't remember that now, you know? It's like, you know, I had the 8-tracks. I had the, the vinyl. I had the cassette tapes. Yeah, it was a good time back then. I was so right. Google Donna Summer. She works hard for the money. And look at images. It's a yellow record. She's dressed up as a waitress. And there's yellow, yellow wall behind her. Were you a disco chick, uh, you know, growing up? Did, did you get into, like, the Donna Summer and the Bee Gees and, you know, all that kind I of was, stuff? Well, when disco was out, I was a kid, but yeah, I was into all that, and I, I remember I had all these different disco records, and I had this one record, it was like a compilation record where they have all different kind of songs, and it was called Far Out. I remember my record, Far Out, and it was like one of my favorite records. <laughs> Far Out, man. Far Out. Oh, man. Well, you know... Uh... Yeah, there here you go. Yeah, TJ, you know, put a put a little uh, link in the chat room there of the of the of the album cover uh, of that. Uh, so yeah, and, and actually, uh, let's see, we got 21 minutes. Actually, on the line with us, we we have TJ and uh, who's who's one of your big admirers. I mean, you know, not your biggest stalker because that would be J Man, but uh, I, I'm gonna. I, I, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna bring on uh, I'm gonna bring on TJ to the show here and uh, so hey how how you doing there man what's going on well what's up y'all how's everybody doing hey I'm good how are you I'm good <laughs> so you know I was thinking uh, the only thing that could be better than dying after all those lap dances and not having to pay for them is if it was the same guy that had to pay child support on all those kids <laughs> you know it's, it's probably the same guy. Probably it might have been. <laughs> yeah. Well, his problems, his problems would be over. <laughs> he wouldn't have to right. worry about child support anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, TJ, how are you doing there? Are, are, aren't you down there in the same country of Texas as uh, as uh, as Cat is down there? Uh, yeah, I am actually. So, where 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 yeah, where, but... where are you based out of there? 
I am in Central Texas. Ah, okay. So like right in the middle. All right, all right, all right. So, so how you been? I, I know that uh, you, you've been kind of on and off, you know, uh, social media and stuff. And uh, you doing okay these days? You doing all right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm doing good. I've just been uh, going back to school, so paying some more time for that. Uh, went back and got my paramedic, and now I'm gonna be going to nursing school here in the fall. So I'm just kind of busy with all that. Oh okay, okay, okay. So. Uh, so what do you want to do there? There a nurse? You you don't want to do you know something really bad like you know neonatal you know nurse? I mean that's like the worst job ever. You know I wouldn't mind that, but uh, I love working in the ICU where I work now. So I'd probably do that and then try to do flight nursing after a couple of years. Really, flight nursing? Huh. Oh yeah, that's love cool. It. Wow. You yeah, you're more you really are a trauma junkie because you like all that kind of stuff. I'm oh, not good it. with trauma. Yeah, I'm not good with trauma. <laughs> it traumatizes me. <laughs> but you're good with little babies, so that says something yeah. that's hard to do. Yeah, I love my babies. <laughs> keep me with babies. Creamy, big, I don't care. Just keep me with babies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so thanks for checking out the show here tonight. Uh, what would uh, I, I think we're doing? Are we, are we are we screwing up anywhere? Do you have to correct us on any kind of uh, you know uh, uh, unfactual uh, information? You know, actually, uh, I usually do, but tonight it's it's been pretty good. I haven't checked out the show in a long time. So. <laughs> TJ is the ombudsman of the show, and uh, we bring him on to uh, to correct uh, what we what we've gotten wrong on the show. <laughs> oh, I just have to fill in where Rock Dog left off since he's not with us tonight. Yeah, there you go, there you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so, are you, so, uh, you're you're in school? Are you going to be going to school or uh, to go back to school or what? What's the story there? Yeah, I, I just finished my paramedic back in December, and then I'll be going back for nursing. I'm going to take some classes this summer and then hopefully get in the program in the fall or the spring one. So That's cool. right now it's just kind of working, but then I'll be going to school again here in a couple months. Wow. You know, I'm 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 checking my I'm checking my Twitter here right now, and uh, there's there's this thing on Twitter that uh, that uh, the Facebook guy Zuckerberg got married. I'm like, wow, what is uh, huh? That's interesting. This is brand. My first is thing is, news? how do you marry somebody that has more money than that? <laughs> You'd have a hard time finding somebody with that. Wow. So, and so, Kat, what, what do you think? What do you think if you married that guy? What, uh, you know, what, what would you, you know? I mean, this is kind of like, hey, you're like, you know, billions and billions and trillions of dollars rich. You know, what, what, what would you, what would you think of that? Well, believe it or not, I would probably still work, but it'd be a PRN job for sure. <laughs> yeah, PRN Only- like, like once a year. Once a year. But I mean, just to, because I really do love what I do, and I, you know, I'd want to keep my skills up and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it would be. Oh maybe, yeah. yeah maybe, you would keep your skills be, up. That's what I'm talking about. It might about. be. Yeah, it might be a couple, two, three times a month or something. <laughs> but I can't imagine never doing it again. I can't. I just can't imagine never taking care of kids again. It's hard for me to picture that. Of course, I've never seen billions of dollars in front of my face either. 
And there's some days when I'm working that I'm like wishing I could see billions of dollars. I could just walk out of there. <laughs> but, but you know, I don't know. Uh. But, yeah, no, I would definitely not be working as hard as I do because even though I love it, it is very tiring, very tiring. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, I mean, I you know, I I can't even think of like you know a billion dollars. You know, like what the heck is that all about? That's just like crazy. <laughs> I know. I I can't even imagine having that much money. Yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, TJ's phone just died, so he dropped off the line. So, uh, uh, so thanks for calling in there, buddy. You know, hey, uh, it's, it's great to hear from you, and uh, you know, appreciate you uh, listening to the show there. So. Uh, Thanks, uh, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there must be some good wine. It, it is some good wine. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let me let me do it. Let's, let's do a couple more stories here before the uh, before we end the show here. This is uh, let's see. This is from Yahoo, and this is from Thursday, May seventeenth. You're gonna love this title. This is awesome. Uh, the title is Canadian Police Waiting for Alleged Thief to Pass Swallowed Diamond. Uh, I think I saw this somewhere. Let me read I this I think here. I did. Uh, all things must pass. At least that's the plan in place for police in Ontario who are waiting for a man to extricate a $20,000 diamond from his body after he allegedly swallowed the stolen gem last week, the Canada Press reports that some guy, which I'm not going to say, 52 years old, is being held by police after allegedly swapping out a real diamond for a fake one at Precision Jewelers and then swallowing a 1.7 carat stone. Sergeant Brett Corey says Matthews has gone to the bathroom several times since being detained, but the diamond is still in the rough, so to speak. When uh, police subjected Matthews to an x-ray, they actually discovered a pair of fake diamonds inside his intestines. But Corey said that because actual diamonds are translucent, the missing stone did not show up in the scan. Matthews says uh, is reportedly eager to transfer the merchandise and is cooperating with police. Matthews is currently charged with theft and breach of court conditions, he is he has outstanding warrants in Toronto. He said police initially gave Matthews laxatives, but now are <laughs> feeding him, quote, whatever he wants, unquote, in order to expedite things. Wow, Kat. Uh, yeah, 1.7 carat stone. What do you think about that? Could you imagine having to be the person to dig through stuff to get to that diamond? <laughs> the only way I would do that is if you promised I could have the diamond when I found it. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Yeah. That is uh yeah, that that's good. Otherwise forget it. <laughs> Just going down the toilet for all I care. There's no way. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, Uh, And and the picture to this article is hilarious as well. I'm going to put the link in the chat room. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, $20,000. 
dollar diamond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I mean, you've seen people, you know, in the news before. I mean, they swallow like drugs and stuff, you know, and they go through their intestines. But I, you know, I mean, I, I guess, I guess a uh, a diamond, you know, I guess is not that far off. Yeah, well, but I mean, like at least the diamond, you you know, it seems like it'd be small enough to swallow. Like, I wonder how, like, people that swallow those balloons full of drugs and stuff, how do they do that? Like, I have trouble swallowing big pills. I can't imagine trying to swallow a a balloon full of something. I mean, I don't know how big they are, but it seems like it'd have to be bigger than, like, a horse pill, at least. No, yeah, I don't. I don't. I I would guess so. I mean, I guess it had to be something like that. Gosh. Uh-huh. But yeah, but wow. diamond seems like it would be easy to swallow. You know, you take it like a pill, I guess. But I, I just it scratch you I, on I, the way down. I just I like just like the live uh, the live listens again. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Cool. Uh, but cool. yeah, um, yeah, uh, it, it would probably scratch a little bit, maybe uh, make something bleed. I don't know. Uh, maybe that'd be kind. Of, you know what I mean? Uh, so I wonder how. So they still haven't found it yet. He still hasn't passed it yet. Well, as of that story, I mean, maybe it could have been. My, maybe I'll do a Google search to see uh, to see if anything else is passed there. Uh huh. So nasty. <laughs> um, let's do one more story here. This is your feel-good story, which I think is uh, this is a good. Uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do this story, and then we'll we'll close off the show with a, a, a Donna Summer song. But we'll. Uh, so here, here's a story here that Kat sent me. This is from Thursday, May 17. This is from Yahoo.com. Uh, the title is Kentucky Man Buys Kmart Inventory and Gives It All Away. Let me read this here. A Kentucky man purchased every last bit of inventory from a Kmart store that was two days away from shutting its doors. But he didn't keep the stuff for himself. Uh, Rankin Painter, that's his name, gave it all away to a local charity. Mr. Painter spent a total of $200,000 to buy the goods, which ranged from clothes to office supplies. According to a video from WHDH Boston, Mr. Painter was buying supplies for his business when the idea hit him. Mr. Painter asked the cashier what they planned to do with the store's rest of the inventory when it closed down. The cashier responded that it would go to, quote, Kmart Power Buyers, unquote. Mr. Painter uh, became a power buyer, bought up everything, and and then gave it all away. Quote, to be honest with you, I could have made three thirty thousand to forty thousand on it, he said, unquote. Painter said a lot of economic suffering uh has seen a lot of economic suffering at his jewelry exchange. What he says here, quote, what I see is people coming into my store needing people to sell their stuff, unquote. Uh it's bad nowadays, he says, but just told the clerk, let's just give it away to charity. Mr. Painter is is a successful businessman, but he had a rough time when he was growing up. He said, it was hard sometimes, tied rags around my feet sometimes, too. I only had summer slippers. Not surprisingly, Mr. Painter, massive gift to Clark County Community Services, was the organization's single biggest donation ever. 
and there's a link here as well. So uh, so that's a great thing. I mean, you know, there, there's uh, good news is not reported enough in the news. And uh, thank you, Kat, for uh, pointing this out. This is this is a really cool story. I love stories like that, and I wish we I wish we did see stories like that more in the news, you know. And unfortunately, we don't. And I'm a big believer in giving. You know, I I believe that when you give, you get get back tenfold. You know, it's just the law of the world. It's the law of the land. It's the law of everything. You give, you have to give to receive. And oh, I just I, I love stories like that. I love stories like that. And, it, you know, because I've had instances in my life where I've seen that law work. It, it, it does work, you know. When you give, you get back more than what you gave. And uh, so I'm a big believer in giving because it's a nice thing to do, too. <laughs> you know, so you're helping yourself. I mean, it makes you feel good. And then plus, like I said, you, you end up getting in return in whatever way it does you know, I'm not saying he'll get a bunch of Kmart stuff back. I mean, it, it'll happen in other ways. Like his business will really do well or, you know, something will happen to where he will be rewarded. No, I, I, I believe in karma. You know, it goes, it goes yeah. around, comes around, whether in a good way or a bad way. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pay it forward and all that kind of stuff. And uh, that's that's nice. I mean, I I, I like that. That's a, That's just a nice story. That's one of my favorite things. Pay it forward. Pay it forward, people. Pay it forward. <laughs> well, we, we talked back at Christmas time. You know, all those, all those, uh, you know, Christmas Santas about people, you know, paying, uh, paying off people's uh, layaway bills for Christmas, and uh, you know, those are those are nice stories. You know, remember my story about the uh, the the Salvation Army guy that would, you know, go on and on and on telling people stuff. You know, I did go back and I tried to get some footage for the show. But that night, he just happened to be a little bit tight-lipped for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, well, when I was going into the store, he had went into the store to do something and came out, so I I missed him, like, when he was still out there. And then when I came out to put the money in, he just asked me, oh, so you're a doctor? Because he saw me in my scrubs. I'm like, no, I'm a nurse. So he goes, oh, okay, well, you know. Thanks, Mary. But he didn't, you know, he didn't go on and on and on. I still have the recording. I don't like send it to you just so you can hear because it it'd be funny for us just because, you know, just that little bit that we talked. But, but I, he didn't do the thing I wanted him to do for the show. Oh, Merry <laughs> Christmas. God bless you. God bless your family. <laughs> we, can, we, we can still play it, you know, at some point. And uh, just kind of see, but uh, but yeah, I, I like the, the, those those type of stories. They're, they're nice. They're nice. They're they're good to end the show on, don't you think, Ken? Always, it's always to end, good to end on a good note. I'm going to play this Donna Summer song, of course, "Last Dance" to close the show. Oh, but, uh, <gasps> you know, do you have anything else to uh, to say, or anything else to close up the show here before we uh, before we uh, finish things up here tonight? Just that you asked me before we started the show what's my favorite Donna Summer song, and I couldn't think, and you just said Last Dance, and I think that's my favorite Donna Summer song. I am so excited that you're closing the show with that. I love that freaking song. 
Uh, well, before we close up here, I want to thank everybody who listened live because we have a huge, huge amount of live listeners here tonight. So thank you so much uh, for that. And we'll get even more downloads of the show. So thank you so much for that. Thank you, for blo- thank you to Blog Talk Radio for putting us on the front page. And thanks for all the uh, the retweets of the show that we got uh, before the show, during the show. And, uh, uh, you know, Kat is just uh, – you know, I got to check my schedule here. So, you know, maybe even next week, you know, if we could do this again and uh, keep going. And, uh, you know, I feel bad that uh, we haven't had a show for a while. But, uh, you know, we should uh, – well, not we. I – I – I'm taking ownership of this. I should check when I should – when I have time and we should we should come back with a show. And, and uh, it's going to be a great summer here uh, on the show. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. I, I, work, I do work next Saturday, but, you know, after work I could – Come on. Yeah, so so that that means it'll be it'll be a later show. So uh, it may be like uh, I don't know, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Would you be back by eight? Or would you be back by nine? Or what, what would you? We're doing we're doing show prep right now, kids. Well, usually on the days I work, you'll like start at 8:30 and do a half hour, and then I come on in at nine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, okay. however you want to do it, because usually, I mean, I'd be cutting it short by eight. I'd be okay. short. Only because yeah, we'll do we'll, we'll do we'll and... do uh, you know eight thirty Eastern seven you know or nine nine o'clock Eastern or something like that. We'll we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. But uh, I, I think I'm free next weekend. So, but people, you know, go go check the uh, go check the uh, you know the Facebook page, facebook.com slash fanmade rocks, and of course our our uh, our uh, Twitter handles. You know, uh, warrior underscore cat and uh, Doctor Mike Savilla, and uh, we'll be. Uh, we should be back next week, so thank you, everybody, for joining us here. Anything else before we close things up here, Kat? Just that I love you, and I love everybody. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening to the show. You rock. Um, and don't forget to pay it forward. <laughs> All right, kids. <laughs> That's the end of our show here. I'm going to play uh, Last Dance here from Donner Summer here We're on the Night Shift Show. Check out FamilyMedicineRocks.com. And... Uh, Good night, Kat, my dear. We will talk very soon. Good night, darling. Mwah. All right, kids, here we go. And good night. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we'll talk to you all very soon. Good night, everybody.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.